0: You got the show. The show, show, show.
1: Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton. People like me. That's some booty, Jim. Presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. Everyone is so mean to me. I am Jim Rutledge. You never go full Rutledge. <laughs>
2: Ayahuasca. He's hit and sacked.
0: This time it's Chris
2: Orr, the senior from DeSoto, Texas. 45 you You're a Packers fan, right? Oh, I'm, yeah. b- I'm about to piss you off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, Piers, Jim Rutledge.
0: Rangers play tomorrow against Purdue, which means it's our last show of the week, because Wisconsin College Game Day will take over for Rutledge and Hamilton, starting at 4 o'clock tomorrow, which means Chris Guwop, will still hear him tomorrow. Still here. But you won't hear me. It is Guwop Week here on Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. with the mountains are blue, you know what to do. I'll let Matt handle this one.
2: And that's Crush, a Coors Light. I want to do that one more time.
0: We're presented by Coors Light. If the mountains are blue, you know what to do. And that's Crush, a Coors Light. I like Uh, that. Matt Hamilton here. Uh, Thank you. In spirit. And uh, we'll have Matt Hamilton on the show at uh, 5.15 today along with Ben Brust. We're bringing Betty Buckets for betting Brust, a new segment we're going to put onto Rutledge and Hamilton. That'll be on a little bit later in the show. We're also giving away some Guinness uh, in a little bit later this hour of the show. We're going to talk about... The Packers a little bit later. Some news out of Green Bay. Aaron Jones back at practice. Coach LaFleur said he's still day-to-day. Christian Watson not at practice. He practiced two days off today. They're resting to see how it reacts, the hamstring. And Bakhtiari, another vet rest day. Mm. So maybe they're trending to only missing out on Elton Jenkins against the Saints, uh, which would be good for Green Bay, who I think is a slight favor. The favorite the last time I looked. Oh, not for real? But not like a true home. I, like, I think it was like two and a half. And usually at home uh, you get I think three. It's one and a half. Now it's down what to one favorite. and a half. Yep. Now New Orleans going to bet that down a little bit there, the, the fans, the Saints fans there. Oh. But I want to get to the Badgers. But before I get to the Badgers, uh, and I, what is, I think, a must-win game this yeah, week, Chris sure. Orr. For He's sure. Chris Orr. I'm Jim Rutledge. We're live from the Everlight Solar Studio. I heard this clip. Uh, Josh and Madison, uh, side note, uh, primetime war shine behind the glass. Josh and Madison chimes in. Who's the smartass ass added the uh, horn honk in the intro? Horn
3: honk? Oh, 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 oh. oh what, what is he trying to say? Oh, <laughs> we're drive time now, baby. Come on, we have to have a horn in there. He's going to see
2: that dark side we were talking <laughs> about. I'm
0: going to say, can you do that? There are rules. Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> so I just, watched a a, I just watched the a commercial, or excuse me, I watched an episode of uh, Kirby Enthusiasm with Larry David. Mm. And they're in the car. This is season one, and I think episode five or six, and they're in the car in his manager Jeff's, uh, like, vintage car, and they're driving, and they get to a stoplight, and they stop, and there was an old Amco, I think, and I think that's like a gas station, but it was a Mm. gas station commercial for Amco, and in their commercial, they have the beep beep Mm. that Uh, Ryan plays in our open, and in the episode, of course, everything happens. It's always wild there, so Larry David turns around and starts yelling at the guy behind him. (laughs) That guy smashes his car into Jeff's vintage car, and he drives off, and he's like, what are you doing, man? That's the commercial. But I think I've been told that you can't do that, but um, okay, in that case, I may I may try to edit that one out because just
3: that check could. with the hall monitor. <laughs> yeah, Justin Nelson. I mean, he is just on the other side of this wall. I could just knock the hall but, monitor. Um, yeah, no, I definitely don't want to scare people like that. But maybe it's more fun that way. I don't know, man. It's, it's
2: the dark side coming up. No, of this. I definitely get that. I definitely get that. And may, maybe it shouldn't be in there. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, <laughs> the more <laughs> I'm thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, you know, sometimes like you hear police sirens like in a yeah. In music. Yeah. Oh man, I always turn around. I'm Like, man, come on, man. I'm not even speeding or nothing, man.
0: <laughs> Eric. and Madison, Uh, Chris, he loved your insights on coaching yesterday. I want to get your insights as a player. So I even referenced this yesterday, that when I was in Miami, Channing Crowder was a football player who was really good but didn't necessarily have the build of a football player. Mm -hmm. If you just dropped an alien in, you'd be like – He's not a good football player. He's just yeah. built like a regular dude, but obviously super strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, really talented, former Florida Gator, played for the Miami Dolphins. I was with the Dolphins when Bill Parcells arrived. I was actually mm-hmm. at that press conference, came down as the president. Uh, they brought in Tony Sperano, uh, just a total uh, stereotypical head coach with a mustache. <laughs> Sounded like he was straight out of the Sopranos. Like oh, he just wow. New I'm Jersey mayor. guy, through and through. That was Bill Parcells' hire. <laughs> But Channing Crowder shared this story, which triggered a memory for me oh. that my dad shared with me. But you first, uh, let's hear uh, Bill pars or Channing Crowder talking about
3: on the uh, This Is Football podcast with Kevin Clark.
0: Yes, the This Is Football podcast with Kevin Clark, who came over from the Ringer to Omaha Hall Productions, which is on ESPN now with the mm. the podcast here. Let's hear Channing Crowder just just the part about the hot tub here.
2: One morning, I was I came in early, and I was in the. Uh, in the steam room, and then I went and got in the hot tub, cold tub, the
0: contrast. (coughs) And it's 5.45 a.m., bro. Bill Parcells walks in, and I'm in the hot tub, and he
2: walks in with his towel on. And I'm like, hey, what up, coach? Everybody still called him coach, even though he's president. What up, coach? Then he drops his towel, and he's butt naked. (laughs) (laughs) And he gets in the hot tub with me. And I'm uncomfortable,
1: and I'm like, Bro, I didn't say nothing to him. It's Bill Parcells. I'm just confident. He starts talking about stopping the power play. He starts talking about hey, okay. So like think- the, the
0: big part of it was that Bill Parcells decided to, and this is an old man thing, I
1: think, man, decided to man, just man. get
0: into. It's one thing to be in your own hot tub or sauna, yeah. Or if you want to be naked in in yeah. that, it's another. It's also one thing that even if you were in a public one, if you were in like a sauna. And you had the towel wrapped around yourself, and you mm-hmm. sat. You just didn't have anything beneath the towel. That's another thing too. At least you yeah, got some. At least you got
2: something. Yeah, at least you, you got still covered up. Yeah, you
0: still covered up. Yeah. And Chris, you were telling me that it's not it's not completely foreign to you to have no. have this problem. So please mm-hmm. share.
2: Yeah, yeah. When, when you get in some of these locker rooms, man, you see some uh, peculiar things. A lot of guys do things in and different ways, for sure. That's always been a pet peeve of mine. I'm not going to lie. When somebody gets into the hot tub or the cold tub, butt naked, understanding that the thought is you're going to get straight into the shower. But, but, especially in the NFL, every locker room has these little gray shorts. They say Whirlpool on them. They're right by the cold tubs. There's a little dumpster where you throw them right before you get in the shower. Like, there's no need for you to do that. I'm pretty sure they had it with Channing Crowder. (laughs) Was still playing too, and second of all no president would do that only a former coach would go get into the locker rooms because that's the only place the hot tub is it's in the locker room or at least near it go down to the locker room get naked if old men i'm not gonna lie to you old men they love talking to you naked <laughs>
0: Chris, love now, not, no, most of us have not played in the NFL or been in professional <laughs> locker rooms, but we've all had this issue at like the YMCA oh, yeah, or oh, whatever. Yeah, oh yeah, and it always blew my mind when I was younger. You go play basketball there, and I'm like, "What are we doing? <laughs> put some pants on!" Not only do I, I'm trying to like, I'm trying to navigate through looking at the floor. Yeah, come on, man. And now you're trying to have a conversation with yeah,
2: me. Yeah, you're gonna have a conversation. Don't let one of them like put their hand on your shoulder because the conversation is getting deep. Oh man, it can it can it can definitely get it can definitely get bad.
0: Eight four. Now here's what I wanted to ask because my dad brought this up to me and I was like, "There's no way this is true." But he told me when he was younger, and he is I think about seventy years seventy years old now. Mm. So I think this has been like the 60s. He was swimming uh, in school. That in school when they had swim class, and then even like some like swim clubs, like private clubs, you didn't wear a swimsuit. It's crazy. You swam in the nude. Crazy. And I looked this up and it said indoor pools started being built in schools in the early 1920s. The pools of that period were also fitted with UV light and often were swimming, and people were often swimming nude to get the maximum exposure uh, for getting vitamin D for your body. Crazy. So most boys' swim classes were in the nude until in the night until the 1970s. What? When schools and Ed classes became coed? That's way later than I thought. It yeah, no
2: kidding. That's way later than That'd, I thought it would. That's
3: be. It's like when you hear that like like Catholic masses were still like given in Latin up yeah. until like the 60s. You're like, what? Are you, what are you talking yeah, yeah, about yeah. right now? Yeah, yeah no need to bring up the Calvin
0: Church. Yeah, I was like, where after are you going? after where, bringing where are up Nathan and <laughs> like, <laughs> pools, I didn't know where that was
3: going. I didn't mean to segue like that, guys. Smooth. Was, hey. I'll be honest, Chris. I was like... Everything's under control. No, I thought, I thought, normal, I thought we were getting we're the dark prime. side of primetime Wolersheim
0: there. No, we're not Not with the FCC
3: listening, guys. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six.
0: 3776 Have you ever swam in a public place nude? So uh, this is not just... you can, If you want to say you skinny dip, that's fine. But I just want to know. Have you swam in a public place in the nude? 844-770-3776. So skinny dipping, uh, or I don't know why you do it otherwise. Like, I don't yeah. know where that's allowed now. I guess if you're older, uh, if you are my dad's age, you might have had to do it in swim class. 844-770-3776. And if you're old, please call and tell us why you like to have please, conversations in the please, nude. Please, please, please. Because I don't think it's something you age into. Like there's certain no, no, things no, no, as no. I get older, I'm like, you know what? I like Jimmy Buffett now. I don't know why. I didn't like him when I was younger, yeah. but now when I hear Jimmy <laughs> Buffett music, I'm like, oh, you know what? I kind of get it. It's kind of chill, kind of retrospective. Be curious, I get it. Not judgmental. But I don't see myself growing into wanting to just be naked and torturing everyone at the YMCA locker room.
2: Yeah, it's uh it's very traumatic. <laughs> like even, oh yeah, even if you're like 22. Yeah.
0: Oh, it's still traumatic. It never, it never changes. It never changes. Nobody wants to see what they're going to look like at seventy five. It never changes, bro. <laughs> it never
3: changes. Like,
2: like the, uh, like the uh, ghost of Christmas future.
3: Yeah. You know, like,
0: I don't need to see
2: that, guys. Yeah. Especially like now. Now you got me thinking about like public gyms and all that. Like, why are you getting naked here? Bro? Right. Yeah, yeah. Why are you getting naked? First of all, you're old. You're not working up that much of a sweat. I know you're not working up That's that true. much of a sweat you definitely can go to the gym <laughs> and get back in your car from getting on the arm bike the arm bike hurts though by <laughs> the lot arm bike hurts oh, yeah. it hurts yeah but from getting on the arm bike for a few minutes maybe walking a couple laps drinking some water talking to all your friends who come at the same time as you <laughs> why do you need to get naked here?
0: Well, because even if you are going to shower, let's say you're going to go to shower. You're the old person. You work, you're a sweater. You're going to have a towel on the whole time. Right. There's a technique. Yes. You, it's not a crazy technique. Yeah. You just pull on your yeah. boxers underneath your towel. Yeah. And then if you want to walk around your boxers, it's fine.
2: Yeah, yeah. If you walk around your boxers, cool. That's cool. At least you gave us some due diligence of covering up.
0: It's but just like Literally respect. the bare minimum Yeah, li-
2: literally the bare minimum That's yeah. all we're asking
0: for Yeah, Don't be bare is the minimum thing we ask <laughs> <be> asking for. <laughs> <about. laughs>
2: just throw a towel on, bro Just wrap a towel on Yeah, that's all it takes And then, you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? <laughs> they try what? to get on you Make it seem like you're uncomfortable <laughs> You're not comfortable in your own skin You're the problem You're not comfortable? What do you No, I'm not comfortable, bro I'm not at all I'm not at all. You look like you were in a pool too long. You like soaked your body in the pool too long, first of all.
3: You know, there are like kids' pools. <laughs> Drink some like water, man. Kids' pools, like, only meant for kids under the age of 13. Should there be pools where it's only meant for people oh, for sure. over the age of 65? So they sure. can just be naked and free together. Yeah, For together.
2: sure. Because sure. all of you want to be naked anyway. Go ahead. You Do clothes your... hurt
0: when you're old? Is that <laughs> what it is?
2: I think it's maybe just like you've been. You Think about how many outfit changes you've had <laughs> over the course of your life. <laughs> by the time you get up there, You just not
0: wasting time with that. Maybe anymore. just don't care anymore. Yeah, yeah. You're like, ah, oh, man, I'm out. I think that's it, though. I think there's, a, I think there is an age, and if you want to call and give us what that age is, eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Just in general, that you just stop caring. Oh
2: yeah, you stop caring. Yeah, I think, I think it's, I think it starts when you when you hit sixty, and I think it's it's well marinated by sixty five. I think sixty five is the number. I think at sixty five. Well, Here's nothing the thing. matters.
0: You start to kind of feel it, maybe even you feel more comfortable in your thirties mm. into your forties. You're not not giving it a, a bleep, but you're just kinda of like a little bit more of like yeah. Alright, whatever. Yeah. I've seen a lot. Yeah. Like you're gonna have to like do something to shock you yeah. to surprise yeah. me now. Uh, Tim and Oregon chimes in. Jim, this is true. The athletic clubs were all men, <laughs> nude swimming, old business guys. The club had to allow women. The real old guys had a, never had a suit, so the club had free Speedos. And the old dudes were in Speedos. Too funny. Wow. Why do you got to be so naked? Why can't you just get your own swim shorts? Yeah, like,
2: I don't understand. Like, I get the, okay, we had UV lights in there. And it was, And now that I think about it, <laughs> those are probably really bad UV lights. They probably weren't even that good no. compared to, like, <laughs> the lights you can get now. It but does anyway, not seem sanitary, Chris. <laughs> There's no reason. Yeah, first of all, it's not sanitary because people pee. people pee in the pool with swim trunks on they definitely were peeing in that pool. <laughs> there was a lot of playing around in that pool. That pool, those pools were filthy. It was a cesspool. Literally, of that's where it came from. Oh cesspool. my goodness! That probably is where it came from. Oh man! I, I couldn't. I just want to know. <laughs> the <there's> athletic board <laughs> thought process. These boys, they need <laughs> to be swimming naked.
3: It's a real dark side, guys. For really <laughs> get into it. It'll it be More, It'll be better for uh, <laughs>
0: so they can get. Better UV light. Just so they can get some vitamin D. Maybe just let him outside. Just have recess outside. There you go. No, the plan is buck naked. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Have you swam naked in a public place? 844-770-3776. Uh, you can't be naked in Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison, but you can go there fully clothed and be a winner. Go be a winner at Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. That's where winners go. Uh, This last month alone, in August, there has been over $12 million in jackpots, so go be a winner. Go to Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light.
1: You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts, free, on Wisconsin On Demand, and wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Keep on dancing back there.
2: <laughs>
0: Rumor has it on the stream. that if you watch us on YouTube or you have, that's coming back sooner than later. So hopefully you'll be able to, to do that. Jim Rutledge, Chris Orr with you live from the Everlight Solar Studio. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. And we're going to change our attention. You still can chime in on uh, the weird phenomenon that is old people loving to be naked and swimming. Uh, We did learn that up until the 70s, that was not uncommon practice to have uh, the boys swim together uh, in swim class nude. That sounds like a nightmare. People didn't like taking showers after swim class or working out, uh, or like, you know, after gym (laughs) class and taking a shower when you're in like middle or high school. It sounds now it's just dragging out that torture. Yeah. (laughs) Like, let's just take the most uncomfortable time in a young man's life. Uh, and then about Man. their body and let's just put them all nude in the pool together. If Man. you had
3: said this was something they did during the Roman Empire, I would have no problem there you go, him, right? Roman Empire. But the fact that they're doing it in the 70s, that's what threw me off. That's ridiculous. <laughs> like, yeah, That's ridiculous, God, bro.
2: That's everyone. ridiculous. And for all of you out there, <laughs> from now on, if I find out you were born in the 70s, I'm looking at you differently. <laughs> this is going to be my first question <laughs> But maybe question that's to where their
0: confidence in the nude that's, that's gonna comes That's going to be my from. first
2: question to you. Did I you know, have swim class? Amazing. Did you have swim class growing up? And I know now <laughs> I know. <laughs> that you had to swim naked. <laughs> Just like I asked all of them, when was the last time you got in a dance battle? I need to, I need to, I need somebody to tell Chris me. Chris wants to know if,
0: Chris, if uh, dance battles were real.
3: If I, Oh, like, like the Sharks and the Jets? Like, no, not you know, like, like that. No.
0: <laughs> like in this West Side Story? No. <laughs> What are you talking I about? I would that? love it if it's real. That'd be great. I'm just talking about like, you know, you Break had a party. Dancing. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. you had a party. Okay.
2: You, I love you lock eyes with somebody, y'all start
0: Yeah, battle dancing. Wollersheim is <laughs> so cool that he thinks battle dancing, and he goes with uh West Side Story. <laughs> well I think it's kind of dope. Good Lord, it's man. good.
3: I love musicals. I just love oh, the I man. love I
2: love the arts. <laughs>
0: that was that's a great yeah musicals
2: felt real to me at a point too but i I just know there's no way that could be real (laughs) there's no no way that could be time for
0: a (laughs) dance-off
2: i believe that though i believe it bro it's been it's been yeah it's been shown too much i definitely believe that okay i believe that people used to get into groups they used to have a group that would meet up in one of their garages (laughs) at least once a week once twice a week They'll practice, they'll practice their dance for the big party on Friday night <laughs> so the leader can impress uh, Julia because <laughs> she's going to be there and her ex-boyfriend is in the other dance group. I definitely believe that wholeheartedly.
0: Sadler the Pat McAfee Show chimes in, old people like going to nude beaches and crushing Coors Lights. <laughs> yeah. All right.
1: Oh, 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 oh.
2: Speaking of all of this, okay. oh, oh, you just triggered a memory. I,
0: I am I'm very curious
2: where this goes. <laughs> all right. When I first got to the University of Wisconsin, uh-huh. Picture this everybody. I'm a uh, we'll be I'm careful with like, uh, the uh, picture in here. A, I'm a young man from Dallas, Texas. Uh-huh. Went to the Soto High School. I'm just gonna paint the picture. Demographic there. What we'll color? We're for? all black <laughs> with a little bit of Hispanic yeah. sprinkled in there. My coaches are white though. <laughs> Except my head coach and my brother. <laughs> anyway, I get here on campus, and you know, all, some of my teammates that are from Wisconsin. I'm arguing with them about Whataburger and Culver, so like uh-huh. they take me to Culvers, they take me to the terrace. Like yeah. they're just trying to show you all these things. Yeah. I'm like, oh, like yeah, it's cool, whatever. We're walking. I don't even remember where we're going. I think we're going to go get some food. Uh huh. When all of a sudden. What passes by us as we're waiting at a crosswalk right here on Regent Street is a group of probably about 80, 80 old people on bicycles, butt naked. <laughs> when I tell you, when I tell you, I had never seen anything like that in my life. I immediately called i immediately called my brothers. I immediately called my mom and dad i'm like bro y'all
0: not believe what just happened
2: chris is like y'all gotta come pick me
3: up how did
0: you actually word that to them like
2: i was just like all right this is how i really word it i was like listen here somebody lied to me on my recruiting <laughs> Uh, they were trying to paint this like it was uh, semi like Austin a little bit. And I'm like, okay, we got some family living in Austin. I've been to Austin a few times. My, my Keep parents. Austin weird, right? Yeah, right. Like my parents went to UT Austin. Yeah. I'm like, okay, all right, cool. Like, let me go down. Like, that's cool. Nothing in life, nothing in my 17 years of life before I got to the University of Wisconsin prepared me to witness that that day.
1: That's some booty,
0: Jim. That was some booty. Ah, Chris, you saw plenty. Uh, of, of booty and I, soggy I th- booty oh. 920 chimes <laughs> in uh and nine two oh you can share your uh, name so we can uh, give you credit later on if you want to pop that in' or talk a text line eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six how you get into the show we are gonna talk to badges, but we are asking you in honor of Channing Crowder sharing a story about Bill Parcells at five forty five in the morning with the dolphins uh <laughs> Channing Crowder was in the hot tub, uh, was somewhat cl- you know, in a swimsuit. Bill Parcells decided to get in in the nude and then try to break down defensive play calling with Man. him, and tried to like engage him in like how to block. And he <sighs> said, "Channing keeps on. the story goes." That Channing's like, "I kept on moving around yeah. the the hot tub because I was not going to engage yeah. with him on it, this." It
2: makes it worse that he's like a legendary coach, so he right. can't. You can't just like cut the conversation short. Yeah. Find some way to get out of there. Like, no matter where you're going, it's your boss. It's a good excuse to yeah. say I was with Coach Parcells. Yeah. Like, yeah. No matter where you're going. Yeah. Yeah. They're gonna say, oh, you're good. You're
0: yeah. Good. Uh, so, nine two zero chimes into swimming in the pond at hole number ten at Lake Breeze Country Club with no clothes on, with a couple other employees count. Uh, I guess I I wasn't an old man though. Great times. Woohoo! I mean, we've had a few people. Uh, Daniel Sloth chived in with some. Good times of uh, skinny dipping with some friends or some women after mm. uh, after work or whatever. So eight four four seven seven. It counts nine two zero. It
2: counts, but it would, this, that's just a completely different lens it, than what it, we're talking. It,
0: yes, about. it is eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. I would love to know that if you are apparently an old, uh, <laughs> if you had to swim uh, in the buff at school, please, because uh, and that was uh, Jeff in Winnicani. Is that how you say that? I lost my foot. I'm still <laughs> suffering through a cold. I'm not going through puberty at 42. That would
3: make sense. I looked up Breeze Country Club. That is in Winniconti. Speaking of the nine two oh, I grew up at that area. Winnicott. I've been to that country club. I'll never look at a whole ton of stuff. <laughs>
2: Where hold on. Say the name of this city again.
3: Oh, Winniconti. County, it's up near, uh, up kind of near Oshkosh, like Chain of Lakes, beginning Uh, of the Chain of Lakes area. It's 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 a tiny, it as is most towns north of Madison and Milwaukee. It's a tiny small town. You you know what? I
0: want people to chime in. Down Earth, eight four four, because you know Chris has been in Wisconsin for a while. Been in Madison five, six years. Yeah, six years. I bet you there's still parts of Wisconsin that you couldn't pronounce or Mm -hmm. that you haven't been to or haven't heard of Mm -hmm. uh, because you're from Texas. So Mm -hmm. 844-770-3776, I want you to chime in with the most obscure Wisconsin city (laughs) you can think of. Uh, 844-770-3776, I want you to give Chris the most obscure or the most Mm. outrageous Wisconsin name for a city. Uh, that you can think of, or an obscure place eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. I'd love to see uh, Chris's reaction to some of these. <laughs> one one that uh, got me was uh, Kennekanak River. It's that what? one. That one is a tough one. I don't, don't even know K'nick-anak, I don't know even know how to spell that. What? But that Where one, is that? Uh, Milwaukee area. Kennekanak River.
2: Man, God, man, it's crazy up here, man. I just, I, I just still have a bone to pick with Oregon. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, I'm not going to lie to Wait, you. Wait, which one? <laughs> <laughs> See, Oregon really gets, gets me. The Oregon Ducks, Oregon, Wisconsin. No, what's or, not, what's Oregon, the- <laughs> Wisconsin. You pronounced it right when you talked about the Ducks. Oregon, I can't get over it. I don't like it.
0: It took me, Stoughton got me when I moved back here. I grew up in Wisconsin, but Stoughton, I read it as Stout.
3: Uh, so ah, yeah. Stout. Uh, yeah, I can yeah. see that. There's a college called Stout as well, too. So that that throws yeah, yeah, you off. Yeah, UW Stout.
0: Yep. It's all nonsense here. It's really the is the, <laughs> is the point. So knickknack. K I N N I C K I N N I C. Oh yeah. So that got any
2: good fish up in there?
0: I don't know, but Tim in Oregon says be careful swimming in the lakes with bluegale because they like to nibble. Ah. Hey now. So if you're trying to swim in the buff in the lakes, you got to be careful hey, there. Eight four four.
2: Trust me, Tim. I'm not. Uh, I'm not seven, swimming in lakes. Seven zero. And <laughs> I'm definitely not swimming 30,
0: naked. Seven, uh, 76. Give us some obscure places in Wisconsin that we can educate Chris Orr about. He's been here six years, yeah, so he's going to know the big places. He's going to mm-hmm. know Madison. He's going to mm-hmm. know Milwaukee. I would assume you know, like Oconomowoc. Yeah, I know Oconomowoc. Yeah. yeah there so was somewhere
2: I had to go somewhere for my uh, one of my grad classes up north by. Uh, Wisconsin, man, I mean, by Green Bay. <laughs>
3: Green Bay.
2: A Schwabenon? A There you go. A That one gets to yeah. everyone. Sheboygan. I heard Sheboygan. Of that one. Sheboygan. Yep. Fond du Lac. Yeah,
0: Fond du Lac. Why yeah, did you I say that one so weird? Because yeah, I'm trying to, like to
2: exaggerate I've heard Chris. of that one. Uh, but 844
0: yeah, 770 3776. Give Chris some obscure places in Wisconsin. And uh, yes, there is. Um, Let's see here. Gays Mills on the Kickapoo River—that is a real place. Kickapoo? I've seen it. Kickapoo. Ooh. Yep. Come on, man. Mazel Mamie is a tough one. Mazel Mamie. Yeah, and there's a new beach there too. But uh, that's according to Zach and Madison. Hey now. Beach. Little you know beach? beaches in Wisconsin. Logan and, uh, Laura, <laughs> <laughs> What would you call that? Or a pond? Around. <laughs> a pond. Well, no, kind of a like, with, like the sand around. Look, I'm with you, man. A lake like, with sand. A lake with sand. is. It's not even close to like an ocean beach. I know no. what you're saying. They're always full of goose crap, and they're very small here in Wisconsin. <laughs> like, yes, I, I, I preach that all the time. Like, I, I miss the ocean beaches more than I even miss the ocean. Because yeah. ocean beaches were great, but they do call them beaches. Hold here. on, people call that beaches? Right?
3: Well, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's the... Bo- land next to a body of water i mean that's what it's it's a beach like I geographically
2: mean, that's what it is come on man it's not a beach well, i what? feel like i feel like that's not a beach i feel like that's wrong i feel like the definition of a beach is land off of uh an ocean Look, or a I, sea
3: chris i have glasses i know these things <laughs> when it comes to anything nerdy anything about books i promise i am the authority on the show
0: uh tim and all i got chimes in with Moscota. Muskoda. I don't even know if I know oh, that I'm one. Is that a type of wine? Of
2: that Isn't that a wine?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely never heard of that one. Mus- uh, Muskoda, Wisconsin is uh, look. There was one up there, Rhinelander? Yeah, yeah Rhinelander. Yeah. Never heard of Rhin-Lander? Never heard of that. Me that. You don't know the hodags? No. You don't know what a hodag is? <laughs> no. Oh man, I want someone. I know what a hodag is, but I would love one of someone to call in 844-770-3776 and explain explain Please. a hodag to. Uh, Chris Orr here. Boscowna's not that far away. It's near, what's a whole dad It's it near food? Gaze Mills. It's near Wichelm Center. Boscobel. Fenimore. Any of these are going to value? you? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's near the Mississippi. Boscobel? It's near. It's like a cheese. Boscobel is a cheese company, isn't it? Uh, Dang. Lancaster. Wow. See? Even that. They have a even good, that. Yeah. It's not
2: Lancaster.
0: No? Lancaster. Okay. You see, you got me on that one. Creek and Crick. How, what do you think oh. of that one? Is that, a, is that a southern thing, too? Uh...
2: I feel like Creek. Well, yeah, Creek. I
0: feel like Creek is a southern thing. Maybe Uh, this one. I don't even know if I necessarily can say properly. Uh, Lake Boot de Mort. I don't. I don't even know how to say that. (laughs) I I guess I'm not. So that one I don't know. That's your Oshkosh and seven one five. Go ahead and give us your name too, so we can give you uh, the name credit on the show. There's a lot of
2: lakes up here, huh?
0: Yeah, right? oh yeah. I mean, we're right there. See, here's the problem. Minnesota classifies like every tiny little thing a lake. We're uh, right we like I think we might have more water.
2: Yeah, that's like that's a thing to do in Minnesota though. You you know, they they love to take whatever wins they can get cuz yeah, they, they get cheap, so few. They,
0: they get like a shared title and give yeah, themselves a yeah. ring. Yeah, they,
2: they're not uh no, they don't they don't have the same genetic makeup as everybody else, so they got to take their wins where they get them.
0: Apparently, uh, so uh our friend G friend of show says the Hodags, which is I mean, this is not what a hodag is, but the hodags are UW Madison's club ultimate frisbee team. Gee, ah. uh, a big ultimate frisbee guy here with the radicals. Oh, it's a they team. hold the record. No, well, no, it is a, it's a mythical creature. I want someone to call in and share it with you. <laughs> but it's like a team name. So the Rhinelander, their football team, all that kind of stuff, are the hodags. Hodags. But the, the hodags uh, for the ultimate frisbee team hold the record for the most consecutive uh, national appearances. Oh, dang. They're nice. So we had a few callers. Oh, and so the Z, oh, excuse me, Zach and Madison chimes in and Muskoda. The A is long in Muskoda. Muskoda. Yes, yeah, so
3: we had no less than three people just call in to correct you on that one. Jim. <laughs>
0: what? <laughs> to say it's not Muskoda,
3: it's Muskoda. Muskoda. Because here's the
0: thing I grew up in Cedarburg, Wisconsin, and that's more like Milwaukee no area. area it's near like Port Washington. Gosser's okay. from there. You, right, probably right, yeah, so you probably know Port Washington. So, like, it's just a different air area. I, yeah. As I move to Madison, you get a little bit further out with some of these weirder names. Yeah. Like, I mean, Ozaki County, which is kind of a weird thing like to Ozaki see and read. Oh, yeah, Ozaukee. Oh, no, one wait.
2: One. So Muskega. No, oh, no Mas-
0: Muskoda. Is that Musko- how I say it, Ryan?
2: Musko- Muskoda. Is that? <laughs> I'm probably going to sound like an idiot to people from here. Is that near Muskego?
0: I don't think so. Look, you, I'm not the best on this. though, to be honest. <laughs> uh, let's look up where Muskego is. I get Muskego and uh, McGuaneago mixed up. Ooh. Like they're all kind of the same.
2: Me, so, like, I probably. I mean, there's some places like that in Texas, though. But the thing is, like, we got a few big cities, so you could just say where you're close to.
0: So Muskego so, like, is hair. nowhere near uh, Muskoda. Muskego is oh, near. Muscota. It is near McGuaneago. Muskego is near McGuaneago to make Maguanago. it more confusing. Uh, Franklin, Hales Corners, Greenfield, Milwaukee area. Okay. Hay. you know that one. You heard that Cudahy? one. Cuttehay, Hay. Oh, that sounds like a fun little town. Uh, Partyville is the best. Uh, the, the, Partyville, is Partyville. the name of a yeah, city. Yeah, it's not
3: that far away. For real? Yeah,
0: we gotta find out. We gotta go uh, crush a crew's light at a bar in Partyville. I bet
2: they don't even party there at all. I feel like it's just the name of the of the
0: of the city. Yeah, I got, no, they're not holding up. The, we got a little town. We
2: got a little town in Texas named Mahare. Maher, Texas.
0: Prairie Duchene is another fun one. Let's get to Annie uh, calling in about some town names. Annie, how's it going? What Great, you? how are you? We're fantastic. We're excited Great. to hear. Well, I
1: grew up two blocks from Camp Randall, and I've had season tickets for 40 years. So. Okay, Annie. So go
2: go, On Wisconsin. Uh, anyways, I know someone from Spread Eagle,
1: Wisconsin.
0: Spread so, Eagle. So someone texted that in, and is that no a real place? I didn't think that way, was real. That Annie real. claims it is. That's it's definitely only a, nickname. a town named Spread Eagle, it's way up north. Oh yeah, Chain of Lakes, Spread Eagle, Wisconsin. Are you kidding me? Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> How would
1: you like to write that in your address every time you mail
2: a stamp? Oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, I'm like, man, you
1: got that come was on my now. only town. All right.
2: that's amazing. Thank you, Annie. Thank you, Annie. <laughs> oh man, I didn't think that was Spread real. Spread Eagle. That sounds like a. Nick- that's got to be a nickname. I still don't believe it's real.
0: It's on the Chain of Lakes. The, the Spread Eagle Chain of Lakes is a group of lakes in Florence County, Wisconsin. The oh. chain is known for its largemouth bass and bluegill fishing. Oh, I might have to get up there. There you go. The chain bass. was named Spread Eagle because when seen from the sky, it resembles an eagle's wing spread.
2: All right, I feel like it does it. <laughs> I
0: just feel like, curious. It it. Not I really feel like it does it. I really feel like it does it. There's another one. I don't know. How I, you know, Ryan, I'm not great with the Wisconsin names. Uh, we have a 608 chimes in with one. Veracqua. Veracqua. Veracqua.
3: Veracqua. No, Verawa. No, yeah. no, no, no <laughs> "wa" in there. It's just Veracqua.
0: Is that that's Tony in Mount? Heading
2: towards the way. I'm, of I don't know where
3: it is. I, no, I don't think it is. I think it's more in the uh, Milwaukee area.
2: Hmm. Dunbar, Wisconsin. I don't know. I, I know feel like one. I heard of Dunbar. I feel like I heard somebody mention it. I might have had s- a teammate from there.
3: It's safe to say we've gotten off the beaten track, guys. What are we talking about? <laughs> are we are going to talk about, Badgers? We are. We are. Probably some this is
0: fun, man. Why are
2: you yeah. so? Yeah. Because we're Cooper. seven
0: minutes past the break. Because
3: we got
2: them glasses.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <People laughs> nerd! Glad. Hey, nerd! Stop trying to teach me math and clocks and everything. I will check my watch from Chalmers Jewelers when I want to know what time it is. Because I got an awesome watch from Chalmers Jewelers. Got a ball watch over there. Uh, here's the thing do you want an engagement ring, you want to treat yourself to a watch, you want something special for your significant other. Matt's talked about it before. You can bring some old – I've heard stories where you, know, you inherit some jewelry. Maybe it's not your style or mm. your significant other style, but you can bring it in, melt it down, and make it into something that is meaningful to you because it's all your uh, relative's jewelry that they can make for it. It's customized there. So what you do to, at Chalmers Jewelers is you go find them and you say, this is what I like. They'll make me something custom, so it'll be better than anything else out there. It'll be unique; nobody else will have it, and it'll be the best value in town. So, go to Chalmers Jewelers if you want custom value and a locally owned business. Chalmers Jewelers in Madison and in Middleton. Matt and I will be out there on the 28th. That's next Thursday. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light.
1: You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. On a dream. How can I Talking
0: to myself. Nerd Ryan Wolersheim, primetime Wolersheim, is telling me that we are just ridiculously past the clock here. Chris Orr. He's,
2: he's a fun hater.
0: My hall yeah, monitor is release. coming out. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> he's Chris Orr. I am Jim Rutledge. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. If the mountains are blue, you know what to do. And that's Crush, a Coors Light. I wanted to hear from Matt Hamilton.
3: No, he's not on the show yet. I didn't want to confuse people. And that's
0: Crush, <laughs> a Coors Light. Thank you, Matt Hamilton. Uh, we're live from the Everlight uh, Solar studio. And a shout out to Eric who chimed in. Uh, here's how you say beauty more. I did not know how to beauty more. I did not know how to say the word the town earlier. It is beauty more. So Wait, I appreciate that one. Do
3: you actually not know how to say that one? No, I've never it's, heard of that it's one. It's just Beautymore. more.
0: Beautymore. Beauty
3: beauty more.
2: So like
0: Baltimore, but Beautymore.
3: Precisely. Wow. Yeah.
2: And
0: then Verocqua near Lacrosse. Erica Madison chimes in with that one Ver-Ocra. as
2: well. Verocqua. <laughs> um, Verocqua. I feel like I heard that. Definitely not Verocqua.
0: Verocra. <laughs> Sounds Ver, like a medicine. That's what he says here? Oh, I don't man. know.
2: That sounds like a, a restaurant I feel like got I, a lot of I fried I feel like okra. I need to speak, okay. be able
0: to speak French to be able to say how. Somehow, you somehow like 80% of people in Wisconsin have German heritage, but all the towns, and I know, <laughs> look, I know why, uh, but uh, all the towns all have French names. This is the French settled here, mm. and, and so there's like a... Nicolet. In, yeah, Nicolet. There's a, a, a Native American and French kind of... Crossover with the naming of most of the the areas in Wisconsin, but like somehow everyone here is German now. So I don't really know how that settled in. Uh, I'll be honest; I just know the first part of it. I lost track (laughs) of how everyone here is German now. Uh, But uh, Eric Madison chimes in. Uh, Oh, we already did that one here. Sorry. And then Zach Madison chimes in. His favorite is Embarrass, Wisconsin, near Green Bay. Embarrass. Yep. Damn. And I was wrong earlier. The What's K- worse than spread Eagle to the, put the on The Kinney River or the <laughs> Kinnickanack River. Dave from Deerfield chimed in, uh, who wants to get lunch with us. Uh, he chimed in and, and said that that's actually up north. He is right. I was thinking of Kinnickanack, the street, because mm. I remember in Milwaukee, I was getting lost, and I saw Kinnickanack, and that's where uh. it triggered me. Uh, but uh, he said that those that's Kanikinak is near Viroqua. Mm. So there you go. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Nobody chimed in with the legend of the Hodag, which I am disappointed about.
3: That is... I, is the legend of the Hodag O-dag true? Is it like the Chupacabra? Does
2: like does it actually Chupacabra exist? is real, bro. <laughs> if
0: the uh if the Chupacabra is real then I think the Hodag is real.
2: All of these all of these I have a theory about all of these mythical creatures people talk about. Okay. Uh-huh. I think that all of these are just animals that you got a glimpse of. Somebody got a glimpse of while running away from <laughs> and it's just snowballed into what we have now. Like I know, I feel like the Loch Ness monster was just a big old catfish or something. Catfish, <laughs> catfish get big, man. But
0: why? It's like a lizard thing. Why don't you say it's like I mean, an it's like a lizard.
2: salamander or something? There you go, giant salamander. Like, it can't even hurt you. You thought it was a monster. You <laughs> done not call this thing
0: the Komodo dragon. That's that's Komodo, Komodo dragon. dragon. Yeah, those are those, those, are, are, yeah, those, those are, are those are, are
3: essentially those are, monsters.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Those I are wish, monsters. I wish I could have a Komodo dragon or like a crocodile as a pet. I really do. I I think that would be dope.
0: Yeah, until you lose an
2: arm or something. But if I I had a backyard if I had a backyard with like a swamp and it was like fenced off or whatever. Like you couldn't really, like nobody really
0: goes in there. <laughs> yeah. But it's just like, Hopefully yeah, I got get, a gator back here. Yeah, hope your dogs don't get loose or something. Yeah, yeah. you There's better. Plenty, hope,
3: of, plenty, of people like that down in Florida. Yeah, you I'm better sure hope, Jim can attest. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Better
0: hope your dog don't <laughs> come <laughs> back here. Well, don't, they're in Florida, they got fenced off or anything. It's don't like, lose it's your like football. Their, it's like their dogs. That's a,
2: that's something that I don't like about Wisconsin. What's that? Not enough fences. Like I don't like the, I don't like that concept. I have a fence?
0: What do you mean without fences? I feel like I feel there's like, lots of fences. I
2: feel like I barely see houses. And Maybe it's a Madison. Man, this fence.
0: isn't Texas. We don't need barbed wire fences everywhere. Not
2: not even barbed wire. Just like a like a tall fence that's with some with some. Every all the houses are too close to me. I don't. That's my Texas. Yeah, I don't like that.
0: I right, look the houses. The houses are too close together. They're I'll close. You, yeah, no, I'll give you that. It's like East Coast houses. Yeah, no, they're too close together. And downtown Madison's even worse than like you know I'm in Oregon. Look, it's the developments. Milwaukee area is better, so I wouldn't say Wisconsin. Mm. I would say the Madison area Madison. is the absolute worst mm. as far as having houses too close together. Mm. Now, Ma- downtown Madison makes sense. Cities yeah, always make sense, and that Milwaukee makes sense. makes sense. But if you get out to the burbs in Milwaukee, as opposed to the burbs in Madison or other parts of the state, yeah. it's far more spread out. Okay, usually you have like, for an example, my parents, like, when we grew up in. I grew up in Cedarburg. They have an acre. Now it's not mm. a ton of land, but you got an acre. So your yeah. neighbors are not on top of yeah. you, and so that's more common mm. here. It's just been somehow established to the developers that these houses are close together, mm. so and that's kind of how that that kind of shakes out. Uh, Robert mm. Madison said he's only afraid of the Cocaine Bear. Ooh, I haven't seen that movie. Coca- yet. You haven't seen Cocaine Bear? It's Me on my, it's on my list. You haven't seen it yet? No, no, I haven't seen it. Oh,
2: bro, it's a good movie. Well, like, <sighs> it's an
0: entertaining. Movie. Yeah, it's
2: an entertaining movie. It's an entertaining movie.
0: But it's it's supposed to be like it's, it leans into a, yeah. it like Sharknado is supposed to yeah. be. Yeah, right.
2: Exactly. So but it's it's not like. Like this is very believable.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> like that much. All right. Well, I'm excited.
0: It's only like ninety minutes, so yeah, it's, it's not a th- long. It's, it's not like an like, extended uh, show. Uh, so we, are, it, it is on the list. I want to get to it. My wife's not like that. Is definitely one for me. Yeah. Like she's not dying to see yeah, cocaine there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but my wife is uh, like that too. Yeah. So we'll we'll get there. It's just that's just one for me. Uh, what caller should I use here, Ryan?
3: Oh man, how many city names do we go through? Thirty. Caller number thirty. <laughs> uh, why don't we throw it a Uh, Caller number four. It's week four in college football.
2: Ooh.
3: Caller number four.
0: Because here's the thing. Here's the thing, fellas. We're halfway to St. Patrick's Day. That's where we're giving away Guinness. Yeah, that's where we're giving away Guinness in September. We're halfway to St. Patrick's Day. So I am going to give away a case of Guinness right now to caller number four: Mm. 844-770-770. Thirty-seven seventy-six. Caller number four wins a case of Guinness. Great thing about these, they have the nitro in the can, so when you crack it open, it makes a really cool sound, like a ksh- and then you pour it into a glass. Because this, is, I'm just giving you a tip. It says it on the can, but it's so much better when you pour it into a glass. That's going to get the. It really feels like you got it out at a restaurant. And the one other thing with Guinness that I think people sleep on. It's not that different as far as how heavy it is and the alcohol by volume as a Coors Light. It's mm. very similar. It's not like eating a loaf of bread. It's just because it's dark. You think that, Yeah. but it's not that. Uh, 844-770-3776. Caller number four gets a case of Coors Light. We will talk some badgers. I promise. This is Roger Hamilton <laughs> presented by Coors Light.
1: You're listening to Rutledge & Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts, free, on Wisconsin On Demand, and wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Yeah, it's over, it's over, I'm sur-
0: Congratulations to Justin from Madison for winning a case of Guinness. Jim Rutledge with Chris Orr. Get into the show. 844 770 We're live from the Everlight Solar Studio. And the Badgers have a game against Purdue. We've been trying to get there, Chris Orr. We got a full second hour here, so we needed to get there because we got Ben Bruss at 515. Talk about some betting. Then we have... Uh, cross-talk with our good friends at the Great Dane Huddle mm. a little bit later as well. We're going to do some betting with them, too. So lots to get into today. I want to get to the Badger football game because I won't be on the air tomorrow. So this is the question I want to ask is our first Iron Jock poll question of the day. And the question is, is it time to hit the panic button if the Badgers lose to 1-2 and two Purdue in West Lafayette? Mm on Friday. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Is it time to hit the panic button if the Badgers lose to Purdue, Chris Orr?
2: I d I don't know if it's uh necessarily like a panic or if it's more so everybody just accepts like dang we were wrong. Not necessarily like wrong like oh on like this Fickle hire or anything like that. More so wrong on the expectations that we had for this team and for what Fickle could do year one and the expectations that they put on themselves because that's really where the expectations of the fans and anybody outside of the program, that's where our expectations have come from. It's come from the confidence that everybody within the program has exuded. Like They've just been oozing confidence. Chim uh, earlier boy, on this very show said yeah. like 11 wins was a little short. And that, that just means that you feel like you're the best. But this is something else that I want people to <laughs> realize when you uh, – or some of these teams or when you think about teams in whatever season everybody feels like they're the best they've ever been especially in training camp especially in spring ball for college anytime that you're not really facing other competition you always feel like you're the best Um, that's mainly just because you haven't been tested for real if I'm being completely honest and also I think a change of scenery, like a new coach, mm-hmm. new insurance staff, everything new top to bottom makes you feel that way. You can get some new energy. So, like, it it makes sense to have that much confidence. But if if they were to drop this game, then I think I think that, yeah, it's time to say, like, yeah, we we're wrong <laughs> about what we thought about this, uh, how smooth of a transition we thought this air raid would be, how, how easy we thought it would be because we had talent and we got a coach that is going to the playoffs before So we should be – we should be. I think the expectations for this team was more so, kind of like the glory days of uh, Coach Chris tenured here. Like, oh, like we should be in the Big Ten Championship. Yeah. Uh, we should be competing in Big Ten Championship, definitely for sure in the New Year Six. Like, I think that was the thought. And um, I think that yeah, if you drop this, then that's definitely gone.
0: Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six is the time to hit the panic button if the Badgers lose to Purdue. Dan Andrews chimes in. No panic. Stay the course a uh, big believer in coach Luke and the process.
2: Mm. But the the thing is is like that's not how that's not the messaging that they gave us. They didn't give us messaging of yeah, like we're we're a new staff and yes there's talent here. It's yeah. going to take time to adjust. It was everything that we heard was get ready to win now. Get ready to win now and yes, obviously with the thought of here in a few years, it'll be exactly what we envisioned, but everything that we heard from this staff and just from everybody involved in the program is that we should be winning now. Now, I'm not saying, like, oh, we should win a national championship now. Mm-hmm. But we should be back to what we've been accustomed to now, as as Wisconsin fans or,
0: or whatever. Now, to be fair, mm-hmm. I would imagine last year, to start the year, a lot of players and coaches were selling, were bouncing back. Oh, for sure. So, I mean, like, you're going to sell it to yourself. You're going to sell mm-hmm. it to the fans. So for sure. I, I think sure. that – The coaches truly believed, Mm -hmm. and I think you need to, that everyone is going to pick it up. Because, Chris, the biggest problem I see with this team, and you kind of touched on it the other day, Mm -hmm. and you have more insight into it, is that, and this is the part that I, I think I just underestimated, is that, they're still thinking. I think the players mm-hmm. are out there still thinking about for what they're sure. doing. I don't think it's that they're not capable of running the mm-hmm. system. I think they're athletic enough. It's not like the Badgers are mm-hmm. you know, we're only recruiting like dudes that ran like for six sure. for the forty on the offensive sure. line. Like these guys are capable, they're physical, they've mm-hmm. been doing the conditioning to get to the slight changes in their shape yep. that they need to be able to do this. But the concern I have is more of they're not reacting. Yeah. They're still thinking through everything.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's definitely what it is. Uh you can just tell they're not playing with confidence. Like the reason I say that is just something as simple as this. When for all the everybody out there watching these Badger games, pay attention to what guys do after they catch the ball in the first half versus the second half. Because that was like a trend that I noticed, especially after last week was first half. Guys are doing exactly what their coach: you catch the ball, get vertical, get what you can, uh, protect the ball, stay safe. If you're on the sideline, like get what you can, get out, whatever, whatever you're being taught. You can tell that. But then in the second half, somebody will catch like a little short out route or a bubble screen, whatever it is, and they're trying to score. You can tell that they're trying to score. They're doing a couple of extra moves to, to score. And the reason – another reason why I say like – where I think people might feel a, a slightly let down, I guess, is from some of the teams that we've been facing, uh, I wouldn't say this about Washington State for sure, but Buffalo and um, – Man, who who did we just Georgia Southern? Yeah, you should be able to as as any other Power Five program. You should be able to win them solely off of your bread and butter plays, like you should be able to beat these teams running power over and over again. You should be able to beat these teams in the boring in the boring offense that uh you know we we were accustomed to seeing at uh Wisconsin. You should you should be able to beat those teams in that way simply off of the fact that on paper you, you should be a lot bigger than them in the trenches. Uh you have I I would call Braylon a preseason dark uh Heisman Dark Horse. You have that in your backfield. Uh we added a lot of talent offensively. So like there's no excuse for There's no excuse for the performances that we've had. that's, that's the main thing that I'm trying to that that I, that I've been trying to get through to people is like, yeah, like yes, it's a new system. Yes, it takes time. Yeah, everybody needs to learn each other and all that. But like, you should you should beat these teams if we run zone read six times in a row. I'm pretty sure everybody will be betting on Braylon to break one of those for like 20 at least. Yeah. If not a touchdown. Yeah. More more so that like the you you don't see that. That's that's probably the most that's the thing that concerned me the most in watching these games heading into Big Ten play because you're not going to have that edge anymore. Like that edge is that edge is gone. Of oh, we're we're going to win off of we're, we should win this game off of attrition just because of the depth that we were able to have as a Power Five program compared to these other schools, which is the same thing that you see when like. We play Ohio State, if yeah. I'm being completely honest. It's yeah. like, yeah, Ohio State wins this game more so because of they won the war of attrition. The depth that they can bring in is there's no let off between their starting D line and when their twos come rotating in, versus maybe when our starting D line is in, yeah, we're we're able to battle, but then when our twos come in, there's a big let off. Like something as simple as that is why you should win these games and yeah, it's just it's just been really sloppy.
0: This is Rutledge and Hamilton. I want to tell you about Carbon World Health. Uh, look, they do a great job of helping me get down to under 200 pounds, which was my goal. I was pushing near 230. Uh, my body fat was around 21%. Now my body fat is at uh, 9.5%. I'm under 200 pounds, uh, which means I am a lean, mean fighting machine. <laughs> I could beat up Alex Strofe. but that doesn't take much. <laughs> uh, go to Carbon World Health, ask about the six-week experience, and figure out the right plan for you to get your weight loss and fitness goals at Carbon World Health. This is Rutledge Hamilton, presented by Coors Light.